0: out over
1: it, we've got a podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on notlg.com, episode 229, The Sunmakers. My name is John and joining me every time we need to borrow at least five to six Talmars to make our taxes is... My good friend Taylor, Taylor. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Those Talmars, man. Oh, <laughs> I man, need you know them. I don't understand That's... how you get them, but um, apparently working 21 <laughs> hours a day is That's right. My goodness. Pluto. Who the what,
0: what I wouldn't give for for a few extra Talmars. Right? I just
1: need some more Talmars, man. Just to get through <laughs> just to get through the millennium. I don't even That's know. Right. I again, don't know how the payment works with that poor man anyway we'll talk about it in a little bit taylor how, how are you
0: doing um you know what all things considered i am doing pretty darn well there you go i um honestly i am almost one week into uh having my right arm in a splint yeah from having tendon surgery
1: which is uh so now are you gonna be are you gonna try out for the chicago cubs and are you gonna make the team and like uh, uh Henry Rowengardner, uh rookie of
0: the year, no? Uh no. I'm okay, okay. Uh, baseball. That's yes. a thing. What? I am yeah. No, I'm I'm not. Honestly. Hopefully hopefully Wednesday afternoon I've got to follow up with the um uh with the orthopedic uh surgeon and hopefully the, the splint will come off and I will be given the green light to work on just range of motion. There we go. I'm not lifting things. Between now and like October. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, you know, when they talk about like, oh, here's what recovery is going to look like, they kind of, you know, talk in general terms and they can until they can really take a look at it. Right. Um, but yeah, first time ever being under anesthesia. Um, that was interesting.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: first time being intubated. Uh, so if my throat starts to sound a little raw Ooh. Uh, later on in this episode and I'm I'm drinking lots of water. Yeah, I don't know. That's um that's something something I, I recommend if you can help it. Wow. I'm apparently not a petite person, so they opted just to intubate me to be on the safe side. Wow. Yeah. Well there you go. Yeah. But uh you know what? I'm here. Yeah. I watched the Sunmakers and um yeah, I mean, all in all, hey. Look, this is this is going to be good in the long term, even though, frankly, I'm really sick and tired of doing everything left handed right now.
1: Yeah, I bet. But hey, you know what? At least it's not a condensation chamber. You know,
0: it, this is true. You know, it's better than being you know steamed to death. Yes, I, I'd make in front of time. in front of your peers. Yes, <laughs> a paying yes. crowd of your peers. A paying crowd of peers to watch it live and in person, and then everybody else watching on TV at you home. Know?
1: Yes. Oh, we'll, well, we will get into that. I'm glad we you're, you're feeling. That. You're feeling all right, and I am, and doing am, yeah, the best the, you can. The
0: numbness is gone. The swelling is gone. Are
1: you still still uh, flexing your fingers.
0: I, I am still flexing my fingers. I was doing it just now, actually. I
1: feel like you told me you weren't supposed to do that. I'm checking. Uh, out. No, no, flexing the fingers is good. What was the thing you were not supposed to do? No, I don't think any of your doctors are going to listen to
0: this. I probably not. Probably not. Um, um, just. just not supposed to like lift things oh okay not supposed to carry weight got it were you not supposed to flex your fingers immediately after um i couldn't because um i was given a nerve blocker up in my shoulder oh what yeah so like my like from the middle of my upper arm all the way down to my fingertips it was dead weight whoa absolute (laughs) dead weight and it was it was very very weird uh tuesday and wednesday like I would look at my hand and I, I I could feel myself sending a signal to my hand. I could literally feel it going, Move.
1: Oh, that's extend, weird. Extend
0: extend, you know, and my, my fingers were just like, nah, bro, oh. nah, right, now come back, come back later. Wow, that's crazy. And and the first time I was able to kind of just lightly kind of like flex my hand, it was like it was party time for me. I was like, Oh my <laughs> god, I actually can move it. That's and now it's like nuts. Yeah. Total. I can totally move my fingers around. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still not supposed to grab anything and pick anything up with it. But, right. Um, you know, there's no swelling. There's no right. uh, kind of tingliness. Yeah. So, uh, it will be interesting editing this episode left handed.
1: Oh yeah, I bet.
0: So let's not mess anything up.
1: <laughs> we we will try. We'll try yeah. our best here. How are you doing? I'm doing um I'm doing pretty well. Um, Camilla is rip roaring and jumping all over the place being a crazy pup again nice um and you know once again everything has returned to normal and next week i am (laughs) leaving to go to new england for our scheduled trip this time for two weeks and it's just like i and then after that um you know We get back, what, August 8th, and then I think I have a week of normalcy, and then I'm going to Vegas the weekend after that for um, SummerSlam wrestling event.
0: Wow. Well, uh, luckily, when I put out the word to our CaliFam Twitter group and said, hey, does anybody want to join me on some episodes of Podcastica coming up? Yeah. Uh, I got lots of people being like, yes, I will totally join you. Yes.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It can't stop won't stop apparently it's nope. uh it's just um a madhouse over here but um yeah uh, everything's pretty pretty good right now all things all things considered um i don't have a pc right now um it is yeah. it is it is dead um that is, i might have sad. a i might have a friend look at it but also i just might not even i just might bite the bullet and just get a new new one um but yeah. Um that that's kind of a bummer, but I've been making Definitely. do with my with my laptop for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it's it's good to be back in the studio. So all of Camilla's stuff is cleared out of here so I can <laughs> resume recordings on yeah, on the uh, on the board here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, before we get into the Sunmakers, uh we we Taylor, what's uh, what's making us or making you happy this fortnight?
0: Uh got a couple of things um <clears throat> like we we finally hired someone to replace the gal at work who had retired oh yes uh and so she's she's finally got our laptop finally got kind of started with stuff so i've been doing like you know just little trainings and stuff but it turns out our new hire is definitely a Hoovian. oh nice Um, and uh, and yeah, it was she she said something was ace, and I was like, Oh, Uh like, are you a Doctor Who fan? She's like, I am absolutely a Whovian, and I was like, Okay, cool, love it, cool. So, yeah, the the simple fact that I actually do a Doctor Who podcast actually came up in our weekly team meeting, uh, uh, this week, (laughs) love it, which is hilarious because my boss knows I do this and stuff, yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, and uh and the other thing actually is really weird um doing research for next month's uh episode of all night with the living geeks mm-hmm. um and and I'll I'll spoil the the topic we are we are talking about the um the dulce base yes quote unquote in uh dulce new mexico i had finished the book i was reading previously. Thank God for having a Kindle. I don't I can't really <laughs> hold, you know, a book just in my left hand all the time. So having the Kindle is awesome. And I was like, man, I really I, I want to find another book uh to read because we're we're going off on a little trip uh to the coast this weekend. So I'm like, ah, oh, let me see what's what's around, what's around. And I was kind of just scrolling through uh Amazon and stuff and um had remembered a book that came out recently called um, Saucers, Spooks, and Kooks uh, by an author named Adam Go-Rightly. Uh, and I was like, oh, I remember a few people that I, you know, um, I know saying that that book was really good. Let me just go ahead and grab it. It's only six ninety nine. you know, didn't really think anything past that. Just knew it was kind of about, you know, UFO culture and stuff. Well, sure enough, the entire book is about Dulce.
1: Oh, I'm looking it up right now. And about
0: the whole like crazy disinformation uh, campaign that kind of goes along with that whole narrative. That's fun. Um, And so many things that are kind of um, uh, staples of like the the government cover-up conspiracy kind of thing kind of just germinated out of this whole... Uh, period in time in this this part of the country Um, so it's a really fascinating read and I'm like well shoot I guess I better focus on just reading this now yeah uh, because this might be the only prep I'm able to get done uh, for this episode I think Seb's gonna have to do a little bit of the heavy lifting Mm. um, because work is kind of kicking my butt right now
1: yeah I bet
0: yeah so that that that's what's making me happy John, my friend, what's making you happy?
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, just tonight, I uh, got to sit down, and speaking of another baseball reference, got to watch the Home Run Derby. which oh, is, uh, is it a, Home Run
0: Derby time already? It is
1: the All-Star Game. Wow. It's halfway through the season. All-Star Game is tomorrow, and I am uh, happy to report that uh, the first baseman for the New York Mets, Pete Alonzo, has won back-to-back Home Run Derbies. Wow, good uh, for him. Yeah, he uh, completely just dominated throughout his rounds and it was uh it was a sight to be seen and yeah it was a nice nice Nice. little time we just watched that that's making me happy what else is making me happy i've been watching mythic quest an apple uh original show from the the guys who do it's always sunny it's basically about um the day-to-day of a game developer that makes a mmorpg so basically like world of warcraft it's Mm -hmm. it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Nice. And is there anything else that is making me happy? Oh, you know what? I got to go to um, the L.A. Smorgasbord, which is basically like, um, if you think of, I guess, a farmer's market, but it's all like food vendors. Okay. And there are some like arts and crafts there as well. Um, they do it every Sunday in the same area. And... I got to see some friends I haven't seen in I don't know like a year. Wow! So nice. that was that was cool, and, but awesome. uh, it was not cool that it was like ninety five degrees.
0: Yeah, we were just coming out of a real hot spell up here too.
1: Yeah, it was very 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 hot. And oh, uh, one other thing that's making me happy is my car is fully functional and running again.
0: Oh, that's good. I didn't realize it wasn't.
1: Well, I I hadn't uh, tried to start it since October, so.
0: Oh my! That's not good for cars. Uh,
1: I, I realized that, and uh, but I, you know, got the ba- a new battery. I went to um, Jiffy Lube, Lube, and I said, "Please change all of the liquid in my car, please." Uh, <laughs> and did that, and um, it seems to be running pretty well. The only thing is, the air conditioner, of course, is not doing great so i got one of that those easy chill things to make sure it's yeah Yep, i haven't i haven't received it yet so i'm excited to receive that and have my car completely functional i just need to get it smogged and then we're good to go
0: nice yeah yeah we have used those um uh ac refrigerant uh replenishers before and they they do work
1: Great. Just I,
0: follow the directions and you'll be fine. That
1: is something I really like to hear because uh, I needs my AC, especially Dude. down here in the summer. I hear you. And it's weird to, dri- like, to drive my car again because I've been driving Lauren's car for the better part of a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, hey, it's my car. <laughs> Remembering all of its weird quirks like the um, the Bluetooth that I have in it isn't that great. But, you know. Yep. And the window doesn't roll down on my passenger side.
0: Oh, that's not good.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, you know. Anyway, that's a lot. That's a lot of things that have been making me happy. (laughs) There you go. And Talmars. Talmars are also making me happy. Spent many a Talmar on uh, replacing all the liquid in my car. Clearly. Absolutely. All right. We got some who news, so let's uh, let's get into it.
0: Yeah, we do. Um, Spring being sprung on us just... uh... Just in the past few days, um, apparently the uh, second Doctor story, The Evil of the Daleks, um, is getting the animated treatment and will actually be out not too long from now. Oh, no, it will uh, not. Let's go. Very excited. Yeah, it's coming out on DVD and Blu-ray September
1: 27th. That's awesome. And now, shouldn't we yeah. have another one in between that? Uh
0: there's I a few, always they, forget. They, they, there are so many good <laughs> at this point. Actually, I know I agree. Totally Except good. The spider one. Right? Um, yes. Web of fear. Um, and I feel like there might even be one other that I just can't remember at the moment. Um, but yes, I, I just, I need to sit down and just work up a list of like, okay, here's, here's all the releases. What? Here's all the animated releases.
1: Web of Fear, the animated version, is apparently coming out on August 16th. Wow. So, oh boy, this is great. And you think there's another
0: one too? I feel like there was, but maybe, maybe I like I said, I just got turned around and um, I can't remember.
1: Yeah, I mean, who know, who knows? But you know what? I'm glad they've been pumping them out. And Web of Fear is yeah. going to be done by that other team, which I'm excited to see.
0: Right, yeah. The one where it kind of looks like a strangely animated cutscene
1: yes I I'm down I'm down to see uh see what they what they bring us here
0: I'm willing to give it a crack but I'm I don't know I get kind of particular about man I mean same
1: and I I was really down with uh what they did with <laughs> oh boy what they did with um was it Terra? faceless ones faceless one. oh no faceless ones oh my goodness yeah, yeah the faceless ones was very good um, but I think I also really liked Mac- macro Terra.
0: yeah Terra was good for sure, love it. For sure, yeah. Well, I, you know, it is July, um, and typically uh, people are getting amped up for Comic Con in San Diego, and they're not quite back in person yet, no. which is wise um, because you yes, know, Delta variant. Um, yes, but they are doing their virtual uh, San Diego San Diego Comic Con at home, um, and on Sunday the twenty fifth of july they are having a doctor who panel uh they're gonna have jody whittaker mandip gill john bishop and a very special surprise guest
1: yes rumors are abound
0: of course because people don't know how to do anything but rumors Uh when there's no doctor who news and it kind of drives me up the wall yeah um because quite frankly i'm looking for news articles to talk about when you and i record (laughs) and a lot of them are just empty clickbait yes Um, garbage yes indeed garbage indeed um sometimes garbage of the highest order Mm -hmm. um so uh, of course we can sit here and be like well you know gosh we hope we get a trailer gosh we hope we get a release date or a premiere date um there's all sorts of stuff we have on our wish list but we have no idea what we're gonna get
1: no no clue who do you think the special guest is
0: um i i really actually haven't given it uh, i really haven't either any thought i haven't either I have no idea. I, I think. I think for once, I'm ready oh. just to be like, okay, surprise me.
1: You know, w- who were the rumors of the person who was on set? Was it Catherine Tate?
0: Uh, w- yeah, that was a while ago.
1: I mean that could that could be one, and I feel like there's somebody else that was rumored to be around set.
0: Oh uh, there's there's probably been a few at this point.
1: I'm interested. I'm very. You know what? Oh, and I, I'm interested too. And I know that I think we've pretty much confirmed jody's not leaving right
0: um i feel yeah. like we did i don't i don't think she's leaving this season right there's there's still this idea going around of like a couple of specials after this season right you I don't think it, it, the, she may leave
1: you, you don't think anyway freaking... that this the special guest would be the new doctor do you think no way Oh no no no
0: no nope, nope. definitely don't think
1: so i think it's Catherine tate
0: Okay. Fair enough. We will check back rumors in with about you after that. your trip. I know,
1: and that's gonna. How, when does this? This is when I'm on my trip, right? Of
0: course, it, it is. is when you're on your trip, and I'm and I'm recording uh, our next episode with our special guest star. Yes, which,
1: we'll which we will get into. I might just yeah. uh, have to send you an audio clip of me.
0: I would love that.
1: Being like, well, I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, we'll it's see. We'll see an, in two just weeks. An audio clip of John going whelp.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, I'll just save it, and you can play it. I don't know. Yeah. All right.
0: All good. Um, So speaking of next season, there has been a casting call that kind of hints at the fact that we might get a Chinese pirate episode.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, I feel like that didn't go well the first time around.
0: Well, yes. But you got to remember the first time around, I think they were a little (laughs) right.
1: No, I I mean, it was
0: what the late 70s.
1: It was not great.
0: Um, you know, this is a casting call actually calling for, uh, Chinese men. Oh, uh, or, oh. or, or, sorry, let me, the, the text of the postword. we are looking for men of Southeast Asian descent, excuse me, please. Um, and, um, uh, at what, what it's, it?
1: there was something that apparently there was a screenshot and they deleted yes. it. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes, that's right. I scrolled down and got the correct text. Yeah. Yes. Apologies there. Um so yeah, that would be that would be pretty cool. To and again, pirates. at least they're not getting, you know, the wrong
1: Yes. Um, they're getting it right.
0: <laughs> they're getting it right. That's right. And That's the way to put it. There's
1: a rumor of, of who it might um nineteenth century ooh, the Pirate Queen. Wasn't the Pirate Queen uh, in one of the um Pirates of the Caribbean? I believe so.
0: Uh, yes. I'm I'm pretty sure it's been a while since I've seen those films, but I think you're right. Zhen Yi Sao? Yes. Zhen Yi Sao is how I would attempt to pronounce that and then clearly look for somebody to correct me. <laughs> <laughs> well interesting. So, so this this is for cool.
1: season thirteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm yep. I'm I'm very intrigued and I hope we do get a trailer just because I'm you know, I think we're all itching.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And not just because of my splint.
1: Uh, yes. Oh, and apparently it was an urgent casting call. My goodness. Urgent. Please help us.
0: Urgent. We need people's.
1: Villagers on the 5th and 6th of July. Man, we got the whole casting call. This is crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the other thing is, it's uh, it's this is only a rumor, I believe. I yep. think it just says, for an exciting BBC program. So <laughs> nobody quite knows.
0: Well, and really, would you advertise it as like we need people for a very boring BBC program?
1: Yeah, why would you say that? Exactly, I don't know why. All right, well, cool. Exactly, I think Um, season season thirteen is going
0: to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I hope so. I really, really hope so. Um, Lastly, this time around, um, the folks over at Gallifrey One have announced the details uh, for their uh, art show for twenty twenty two.
1: Oh no, that's never good for my show notes. Never good for my pocket
0: i hear you
1: and my walls well it's actually good for the walls because they have art all over them but listen i got we got i think we're at our doctor who quota of art in this house especially yeah. after we bought all of those um not fan made that guy who made all of the um different episodes movie posters
0: those posters yes did
1: i show you the where we hung those or no did I ever show you? That?
0: I I feel like you may have told me. I may not have actually seen where they are.
1: All right, maybe I will take a picture and send them to you. But yeah, it's uh, very cool. I I. But you know, we're always gonna buy something
0: from the art show,
1: no matter what.
0: It's it's kind of a given, uh. Quite honestly, anyway, um, I believe the um, uh, the form. If you want to be part of that, goes live on the fifteenth <clears throat> of this month. Um, but if you want to read up. On the information regarding it, uh, it is up on their website, and there's a link in the show notes.
1: All right. Okay, so this week, we watched The Sunmakers, starring Tom Baker as The Doctor, Louise Jameson as Leela, John Leeson as the voice of K-9, and Henry Wolfe as The Collector. <laughs> uh, I was actually going to do the whole intro like that, but I didn't know if I could... Uh, Ooh, if I could, that it. hurt. <laughs> that uh, hurt written by Robert Holmes and directed by Pennant Roberts. It first aired November twenty sixth through December 17th 1977 and it is the fourth story of season 15 and we have oh boy a slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia.
0: Indeed we do and of course I put these story notes together before my surgery so I didn't realize how much I'd have to be talking. <laughs> That's okay. Um <clears throat> So the story originated from recent problems that Robert Holmes was experiencing with the U.K. tax authorities, Uh, and it contains many references to the British tax system. These include the the inner retinue, uh, which is the inland revenue and the the P-45 return route, which is actually a reference to the P-45 tax form. Mm. Um, So obviously, if this was an American production, we'd have, you know, the what is it, the 540 or the 1040? You know, something would be numbered that way. Um, Holmes was inspired by Adrian Barry's novel *The Iron Sun*, crossing the universe through black holes, that proposed the idea of man-made stars. Uh, Holmes also wanted to couple the idea with Britain's former colonial ruling.
1: Also, uh, this
0: is probably yes.
1: the most extreme version of um, of George Harrison's *Taxman*.
0: Yes, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> nice
1: revolver great album if you if if you guys didn't know that (laughs) that album pretty good
0: john john is a big uh, beatles fan
1: (laughs) i'm excited for uh, another thing i know we're off track now that hulu documentary that they're doing with um it's like a sit-down interview with paul mccartney looks amazing
0: is that the one that peter jackson's doing
1: i believe so yes okay okay yeah very well
0: anyway yeah Throughout the production of The Sunmakers, Louise Jameson continued to be dissatisfied with the direction of her character. Um, At one point, Leela was actually supposed to be killed off at the serial's climax. Uh, Despite this, uh, Louise Jameson has noted on multiple occasions that this story is her favorite.
1: Um, I agree with the favorite part, um, but yeah, I could see that. I thought, uh, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it.
0: Um, the name of the collector's home planet, uh, Usurius, is a pun on the t- on the term usury, uh, which describes unusually high or unfair interest rates. Of course, of course. <laughs> Robert Holmes had an axe to grind, and he took it out in this episode. Yes, he did, um, and I love it. Uh, Hades' epithets for the collector gradually go from flattering stuff like "Oh, your highest, your sublimity, your eminence" uh, to insulting. Uh, if you pay attention, your corpulence, your your grossness. Oh, huh. yes, you really notice it. I think in episode four, and it's yeah, it when every, hilarious when the really, S is hitting the fan. Yes, yeah, right, right. Um, <laughs> this I I put in here, and I I really should have been looking closer when I was watching, and I missed it. But I'm gonna have to go back and watch this. Some of the textures of the walls are enlarged photographs um, of a of a a dot a a, a printed circuit board and an amd microprocessor and the logo of amd is large invisible
1: i saw it yeah did you really i did at one point and it's like like they say it's large invisible it is and it's like that you know we have just a um shoulder up shot of i believe two people just talking and it's straight up in the middle of them wow yeah i don't know how i missed that i, Actually, I was like wow they're really going attention to detail on this but do you, uh, do
0: you remember which episode it was
1: oh boy um if i had to guess i'd say episode two i didn't take okay. a note of it
0: okay no that's okay
1: but i do that's remember seeing it point. It's it was very strange
0: interesting <laughs> um so unusually patty kingsland uh did the special sounds on this episode he was actually also responsible for the special sounds on the radio adaptation of the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy oh um therefore as louise jameson pointed out in the dvd commentary there was some crossover of sounds most notably the sound of the doctor fiddling with the combination lock in part four is the same as the sound of the guide being consulted in the original hitchhiker's radio drama
1: huh interesting
0: and the douglas adams connections just
1: yeah oh yeah
0: um i i feel like there is some very douglas adams adam adamsian adamsian i feel like there's some douglas adams influence on this whole story quite honestly Um, uh Anyway, at one point in scripting, the scene in which Leela is stunned when entering the large safe was to have been her death scene. Oh, boy. However, the production team decided against killing Leela in part to have Tom Baker's doctor shown grieving midway through a story would have been inappropriate for both the story and for Baker's version of the character.
1: I 100% agree. And also, when that happens, I was like, oh, how is she not dead? And apparently she was supposed to be uh, only stunned. Yep. Why do you yep. girls never listen to me?
0: <laughs> uh, the joke involving the doctor accidentally hypnotizing Leela was devised on set by the two actors.
1: Okay, I have a note about that. We'll talk about it later.
0: Yep, yep. It's a great moment. Um, and lastly, Leela and the doctor are identified as terrorists yes. in real life. Interestingly enough, Leela's character was partially based on Palestinian revolutionary Leila Khaled.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: I never knew that
1: before. I did not know that. Thank you, yeah, TARDIS Yeah, that's Wicked. very cool. Mm-hmm. All right, before we get on into it, Taylor, you have a world-famous synopsis for us, so take it away.
0: I do indeed. The Doctor and Leela land on Pluto, far in humanity's future, because, well, they've managed to wreck the Earth and Mars, so... Why not Pluto? Um, and here, a shape-shifting race of seaweed has tricked humanity into working constantly, filling quotas and taxing the crap out of them for every little thing. The doctor proceeds to pull a galactic Che Guevara and inspire a revolution. Viva la revolution! Mm. Uh, by the way, listening to this synopsis will be five Talmars.
1: Oh, no. I've already said that I need to borrow five Talmars. I just assumed you knew why. Oh, no um all right taylor uh overall feelings (laughs) what did you think
0: oh my gosh i uh, it's really a wild story and like i said it it feels like it's got some kind of like you know uh ethereal douglas adams influence on it Uh it's kind of comment commentary on on government and taxes and um it, it just it's fun you know, this, this is the story that I always think of when people go, oh, classic Who was never political. Why is it all political nowadays and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, it totally was. You had a writer who was literally pissed off at, at, at the UK's version of the IRS and decided to write a Doctor Who story about it.
1: Yeah, um, agreed. I actually, I absolutely loved this. I think this might be one of my favorite stories. Um, It was so fun, Uh, top to bottom. I really just, it was so bonkers uh, throughout most. And towards the end, it's like, how are these guys going to get their comeuppance? And then when one of them does, you're like, oh, holy crap. Uh, That just happened. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes. uh, I loved it. It's just great. I love all the side characters. I love, I thought the script was really well done. I thought the banter between um the co- the collector and oh, uh Hade was just just great we'll talk about yes. that more in depth but yeah yes. i thoroughly enjoyed this um yeah it was just really good i agree um and absolutely we, agree yeah we talked about um the, the amd on the set right and i thought for the most part the sets were, were were pretty cool. I thought um, I really liked the set piece of the roof. How we were just like, let's film on a roof. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. I thought, I thought that was interesting and something I hadn't seen because you could tell they were uh, they had to have been filming with a crane. Um, yeah. at one think, a couple I think of a points, few of the shots definitely. Um, but what was with? I think the one thing that I <laughs> I really just want to talk about is. What was with the orange creamsicle colored sets? Like it didn't. It, like it kind of took me out of it. I, 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 get that we were on a different planet, but it just looked like, ugh, like what? What did we? Why did we use this color? It looked so weird.
0: I, you know, <clears throat> it's so tough to say because you know part of it. I mean, this is this is 1977. This is the the late seventies. Ah, yes, yes, yes. You know, orange was a very popular color that and avocado green of course yes um so it that may have been some influence on it um, right. it may just have been the color that was on sale uh fair, <laughs> you know, fair they were like we we need paint guys uh well orange is half off this week okay <laughs> we're gonna make this set orange let's do it and it's funny because i, I feel like especially in the very beginning um uh, where where we first kind of get introduced to this society, and and we've got um, I keep wanting to call the the guy Condor, and that's not his name. Um,
1: oh, I'm sorry. Which which uh, which person? Our our first um, our
0: our, our first guy,
1: our first friend. His name is.
0: Like, I keep wanted to say Condor, and it's not.
1: It's it's, it's um it it's cor- it's Cordo.
0: Cordo, thank you. Yeah, cordo. Right letters, wrong order. Threw an extra <laughs> one in there. Okay, anyway, Cordo comes in um, and 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 is you know um, going back and forth with Hade, um, and we have that desk and everything. I feel like the set is actually kind of minimal.
1: Okay, that set I love because we get like that kind of um, that that rib cage structure that he yes. has to walk through. Mm-hmm, I thought that mm-hmm. was super cool. That whole scene just sets off, sets the tone of how bonkers everything is going to be. Yeah, because Hades just sitting at this giant table with a giant book, and this poor dude's like, "I'm here to pay my my dad's death tax." It was apparently a great uh, death, and he's like, "Oh well, that'll be more than you have." And he's yeah. like, "What do I do? <laughs> what?" And then he has to work like what twenty one hours a day or something like that. Something
0: like that. Yeah, it's something just utterly insane. Yeah. Um, it, and and Hade when we first meet him, and I'm looking at his robe. Oh, he's his, got this kind of like his, yes, this pink and black striped robe, and I'm like, like is that like I have a moment where I'm like, isn't that like Sutex robe? From pyramids of Mars, oh and i literally have to stop and go look at like pictures of sutek and it's it's not but i feel like i've seen this robe somewhere else in doctor who and i can't place it
1: it's a great robe i would not uh be surprised i wonder so if- i
0: don't know if somebody out there knows please you know uh uh tweet at us and let us know
1: i'm trying to see if there's any more notes um in his tardis wiki and i don't see anything about his his costume um yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess while we're speaking on his costume, I really liked his headpiece that had kind of like yes. the sun
0: god on top of it the 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 fact that throughout both sets and costumes we got this kind of like <clears throat> this like hint of of some sort of like ink and gold sun god yes um I thought was really kind of an interesting touch.
1: I will also say did did this have any alternate titles because no. That's very strange yeah. because I mean we the Sunmakers great title we we only kind of mentioned that um, everyone else isn't allowed to see the sun because I believe it's t- it what was the quote there were some really great back to back quotes I think in episode mm-hmm. four uh, I think he says something like the sun is it's too it's too good for them right yeah something like that yeah. Um, Oh, the sun is far too good for them. And them being, you know, all of the, the underlings, the humans who have to work 21 hours a day. Right. Um, and, it, yeah, you're not allowed on the roof. You're not allowed to see the sun. It's just very, there's a whole lot of stuff going on there. And that's really our only uh, indication of why it's called the Sun Makers.
0: Right. And and there's, like, multiple suns around yes. Pluto. Yes. Which is also kind of a crazy thing. Yeah. Because, you know, Pluto is about the size of my living room uh-huh. or something like that. <laughs> Rough numbers.
1: Right. Yes. Yes. And uh, uh, yes, A uh, guess. An average. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, the sets, again, really like the sets. Another thing, like sometimes we're like, I don't know about the weaponry in this. I really oh, yes. liked the guns in this. I think they might have looked a little too wooden, but I at least, you know, they looked like they were going for something different, much like, you know, maybe with the color of the set. I thought these guns, these like bigger ones that they had to hold with two hands. Yeah. Um, I thought those were pretty cool. The um, guns
0: were definitely interesting. Um, you know, we we've talked about some of the um, I don't know, I would say fancier kind of gun gadgetry we've seen in different episodes yes you know where stuff lights up or there's a bunch of like you know gradient sized discs to look yes. you know cool this i mean this really kind of looks like a scaled up version of like like a stylized kids pop gun
1: yes oh yeah you've just
0: made like 10 times bigger than it would be for a kid and an adult's got to use two arms to hold it it's just yeah
1: what is taylor what was the name of the store we've talked about it here um in it was in san jose it was right across the street from uh barnes and noble stevens creek kitty world this this looks like something i would have seen in kitty world
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know what does that make sense you're you're not wrong okay makes total sense there
1: we go that's a joke for three um. Everyone else, sorry, you're not. gonna yeah, you're not. Uh, gonna and
0: it. and Seb, if you're listening, you will totally get that because he is a big kitty world fanatic. And they used
1: to sell all those pools outside. Okay, I can't yep. get. We can't get into yep. it. Oh yeah, we can't get into and it. And then right
0: the now. pool section, I think, would become like the Halloween store.
1: Yes. Oh my goodness, good times. Now it's a now it's a uh, now a it Chevrolet dealership. Chevrolet dealership. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, yeah. Those uh those guns pretty interesting and they are i I know we're jumping around here a bit but this seemed pretty important to me mainly because i couldn't remember is this the first time we see the doctor use hypnosis at least in our viewings
0: yeah you know i had a note about that too and i i feel like you know hypnosis is such a thing that the master would
1: use yeah
0: right like it's very clearly one of his tools yeah one of his tricks that i don't i don't really recollect clearly ever seeing the doctor use hypnosis before now
1: yeah it seemed very very strange and i do like that that little note that that was a little bit they came up with with Leela getting hypnotized. Yes, I loved that. I thought that, that was, was a so fun little scene that I'm glad was a, just a nice little improv thing. And I do when, love that it, the doctor tells. I think he tells the collector to wake up, right? But he he accidentally wakes up the guy he put to sleep. Thank
0: you. Yes, the fact that they actually they play that out. Love it. Like that. That has a payoff. That's. Yeah smart writing and i i I, yes i love that
1: it was very uh that was a lot of fun but yeah the the that's like something the master does it was it was just very strange for the doctor to be like well and he oh did i hope i wrote the quote down when he hypnotizes um he says something to leela says like you can where did you learn that and he and he says um Oh man, I wish I had written it down. He says something like well, you just know. You just know some people just know how to do it or something to the effect of that. And it's like, well, wait a minute. How do you know how to do it?
0: Right? Maybe he learned it from the master.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I do not <laughs> I don't have the quote written down. Maybe he did learn it from from the master. Who who knows? And I mean, yeah. we're talking about that little that just that little improv thing um and I thought that was great and then also the safe cracking scene which you had mentioned earlier mm-hmm. where he's trying to crack the safe and leela is like oh do you what are you doing and he's like i don't know it just always looks so easy
0: yes yes love that
1: there were just a lot of great little interactions between between leela and the doctor just a lot of a lot of fun little things going on yeah
0: it's, it this is a really good uh, episode for both of them to kind of have some great moments.
1: yeah and I mean in the in the story notes like you said where where this was supposed to be the demise of Leela mm-hmm. and she she herself says it actually is one of her favorite stories and she was also dis, uh, dissatisfied with the direction of her character uh through, through this it's just and I thought she did a really great great job in this. Um, you know, Leela's like, I'm gonna stab this dude to multiple people who probably deserved it, but the doctor's <laughs> like, No, we're not gonna do that. Yeah. Um She but, was
0: she was really ready to mess up a few people.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, she in was the
0: story. Like really ready.
1: I thought she did a great job throughout this. There was the also the scene where she gets captured and she's like hung up in that weird like suspension thing, like she's coming oh. off the wall. Mm-hmm. I thought that whole scene was great where the guy's like, Oh, you don't know about the compression chamber. He did not yes. sound like that, but you know, you get it. <laughs> you
0: John get it. I have a question for you. Yes. I have a question for you. Cause right at the end of episode two, beginning of episode three, um, <clears throat> Lila and a couple of the locals, um, are making their way through some corridors I know corridors on doctor. Who. Wait, what yeah. will wonders never cease. Yeah. Um, and they come across what I have referred to as, um, the couch cart. Yes. Because it looks like they're driving a giant, like seventies white leather couch. Yes. Um, and it, um, very not quickly heads toward the camera as the cliffhanger <laughs> for episode two. Yes. Now, internally, I'm going, oh, my gosh, this is just like that MST3K episode, you know, where this cart and they're like, it's going to reach speeds of three. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you might remember a very <clears throat> underwhelming cart in the Happiness Patrol, the seventh doctor story.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, oh, I believe I, re- I remember it.
0: It, it. Vague recollections. Um, it was very noisy um and i think the doctor was like standing on the back and hanging oh on. yes it was the and, card of death right yes yeah yes. and it was supposed to uh you know go ripping off down these halls <laughs> and the only thing that was sounded like it was ripping was the engine um but it it was like it was stuck in first gear yes the entire time so i gotta ask you john um between our couch cart and and our happiness patrol go kart, which in your opinion is the better cart?
1: Oh man, that's 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 a hard question. Um, I mean, couch couch cart seemed maybe a little more stable.
0: Okay, possibly.
1: Fair. Um, I, I will say though, like at the end <laughs> in the, the cliffhanger, one of the people says it's no good. They've seen us, and I'm like, this cart is going <laughs> two miles an hour. Yep, you could. Definitely get away from it and they have not shot you yet. So um, but we'll we'll get to that in a minute here. I mean, um, I think oh, but I mean happiness patrol car is or little little cart is oh man. I don't know. This is hard. This is a hard decision.
0: Well, personally for me, I, I, I think I will I will lean toward couch cart simply for style points.
1: Yeah, I'm looking and the at fact
0: that it didn't have a loud like lawnmower engine.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at at our uh, our lawn mower uh, little cart here, and yeah, I think I think that's the way to go. Oh man, I completely <laughs> forgot about this thing. Happiness Patrol, man! Holy moly! Yeah, with the Candy Man. Oh boy! All right. I gotta, oh yeah. Got to stop looking at that. But um, yeah, the the cliffhanger, like you mentioned. Oh, it's no good. They've seen us, and it's it's like I'm sitting there going, "They've got K9. He has already clearly uh, stunned a bunch of people."
0: this is true
1: and Lila has a gun what are we doing yeah and then they literally just did exactly what I (laughs) I thought they would do Uh, well and
0: and yeah I think they if I'm not mistaken they they stun the first guard and then the second guard completely waits until the first guard is like on the ground yeah he he does before having any sort of reaction
1: oh yeah he was he he was having uh, his ping was very high yeah yeah he was not having a having a good time there <laughs> uh, i also loved the little mini barricade in the middle of the hallway it was like yes. a like a little moat or like a little castle tower i thought that was very funny mm-hmm. um and i will also say k9 throughout this you know superstar just doing oh, good just doing good work just wants to be told he's a good boy
0: and honestly we we actually get like a little like canine whimper yes a couple of times which i thought was extra cute
1: yes yeah. Um I wanna say I could talk about the collector and Haid for for many hours.
0: Yeah, I may not have enough voice to go for many hours, that, but let's definitely talk about these two.
1: I mean, the first time I saw the collector, I was like, Okay, he's just like he looks like Gru kind of from uh yeah. <laughs> from Despicable Me
0: okay yes i can see that i hadn't thought about that before but i can see that
1: and he's he's in an automatic he's kind of like in a you know like a davros kind of wheelchair uh, that moves around and stuff but the voice is just oh my god the voice is the greatest it's so it's so good and for that actor to do that multiple takes for hours is just brilliant um it was just a very (laughs) shrill voice
0: it it threw me off so much like i i know i'd seen this story but not in many 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 years at this point yeah. and i had forgotten about his voice so i completely did a double take when i first heard it <laughs> not to mention that but his um uh, his eyebrows
1: oh yeah his eyebrows and like the green tint to him
0: yes well and we learn why he's yes. got a green tint yes uh, uh, because he's a he's about to become part of a sushi roll yes um <clears throat> But yeah, somebody somebody had to style those eyebrows every morning. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. Let's just take
0: a take a moment to to recognize that effort.
1: It's um that is there's a lot going on there.
0: Yeah, cuz the collector is like like part Bond villain, part I'm not sure what when it comes to the voice. I mean he's wearing
1: the pinstripe suit, of course he's a Bond villain. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. He just doesn't have a cat to pet.
1: No. <clears> he doesn't. He which, probably tax it
0: he probably would tax. Yeah. Him. Um but I will say this. I know that um for um many uh differently-abled and wheelchair-bound uh cosplayers Davros is like the go-to cosplay. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some great ones and my hats off to all of you who do that. But I have to say if somebody wanted to pull off
1: Yeah, a- where's the collector?
0: A, a cosplay of the collector, I think that is an untapped uh, gem of a cosplay that I, I, I think would 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 really go over well with a lot of classic Who fans. I think that would be oh, awesome that would be
1: to see. that would be great. I would love that. That would be so cool. But I, I did love just the the interactions between the collector and Hade. You had mentioned it a little earlier, where uh, he calls him like your your excellency and. Yep. Uh, all those other things. It's just like, oh yes, we uh, found him, and he, uh, I just let him go. You know, it's just like the just the craziest interactions between these two like character, cartoon character villains. Yes, basically, and and, and that,
0: I think that's really what it is. I I, I feel like listening to um, Hades speak. You know, yes, I, I, he reminds me. Of and, and I, I still can't put my finger on exactly who, but I, it, there is kind of a cartoon villain, yes, uh, esque where it he's he has greater self importance than than like the rest of the world gives him mm-hmm. importance, right? Oh, I'm I'm in this position, but it's at the same time, Your Excellency, I'm I'm here to serve you, and <laughs> uh, you know your immenseness, your your uh, yeah it, it is it's it's downright comical and that's part of what makes the story so much fun
1: yeah there's there's a whole scene where um i think the doc is the doctor no Leel is being interviewed by the collector and he just says this interview is terminated yes and i just thought it was so funny like imagine if that's how all interviews that went bad just ended this He's interview is so terminated, re- and then you're just high gone. <laughs> um, I really
0: kind of regret not not clipping a bit of the Collector. Right? I so know. So we throw him on the soundboard so everybody can hear him. But that you, you just have to go watch the story.
1: You you really do. There's a great interaction between Hayd and the Collector where Hayd tells the Collector that he let the Doctor go um, because he wanted to follow him with the cameras. And the, cole- oh, yes. the Collector's like, you're an idiot uh now i have to he puts out a bounty on the doctor's head
0: mm-hmm. and, and
1: he says that um Hade's gonna have to pay for it out of his own uh pocket <laughs> and hade makes this sound like oh! and he goes he, is- you speak and he goes a cry of gladness of being so honored <laughs> and it's just like oh my god this is so oh, ridiculous
0: yeah. Isn't it great? It, it's, it's, it. Not quite, it's not quite the saddest sound in all of Doctor Who. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, we've already got that. But yes, yes that whale and, and and his his recovery.
1: Yes, he recovered very fantastic. nicely. A, cr- a cry of gladness.
0: Fantastic. Love yeah. that so much. Very cool. Um, I, I, I want to talk just real quickly about these cameras that they hack. Yes. Uh, to make it look like the Doctor is in this hall. Um, apparently... <clears throat> um, technology does not keep miniaturizing deep into the future because these are like eh. giant like torsos. If you had like life size uh, muscle characters, do you remember, do you remember muscle? These yes. Pink, yes. Yeah. Like wrestling type mutant dudes from the eighties. These look like they're giant torsos are stuck to the walls and are cameras.
1: Yes. Yeah, it looks like like armor you would put on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very crazy. Very crazy. Uh, can we talk about the the viewing of the execution? Sure. It, I mean, it, it's just like there's this weird conversation that I have had in a different type of of uh, area, but kind of in the same vein where the where Hades says, "Oh, well, everyone, you know, can sit at home and." Watch it on the bulletin review mm-hmm. thing or whatever, and the collector's like it's a shared experience and I'm like I, I have had the same exact conversation, but like why should I go to a live sporting event? It looks great on my TV, but this is with <laughs> an execution It's just so weird just just I thought that was a weird, weird coincidence um, and this can con, uh condensation compressor looked like a, like a very old Like roller coaster that like toddlers could ride, where just goes like one way on a track and back, and they're like, "Wasn't that fun?" Yep, yeah, it totally does
0: look like that. That's funny.
1: Oh man, um, but yeah. Oh, so we really haven't talked about the revolution that's happening, but you know the revolution is happening, and we have a bunch of the workers hanging out on the roof and Hade, yeah, because they want to be out in the sun and Hade. is (laughs) on the roof
0: this is the best
1: and he's like hey you guys can't be up here and the uh um mob hashtag mob justice there you go grabs Hade, and um he says
0: i must leave now
1: and he gets thrown off the roof and and dies
0: as as the kids would say, he's literally yeeted off the roof. He was indeed yeeted <laughs> off the roof, <laughs> and, and and of course, you know, here's this shot from down on the ground. Is this this plastic dummy gets chucked? Yes. Over
1: the roof. Yes. Ugh. Oh
0: my gosh! It's it's so excellent. I, that, that that alone, I think, is going to rank high on the Duggan scale.
1: Oh my goodness! Absolutely. I uh, man, I I loved that. I thought that was so funny. And, I mean, yeah. that we get the reveal of what's going on. They've been moving from planet to planet, just kind of sucking it dry. And the doctor, I believe he puts a what, a 2% variant in the collector's computer, which makes him realize that he's irrelevant or something
0: like that? Yeah, I, there's some sort of, like, I don't know. Let's just say there's a tax math that happens, and I'm an English major.
1: Yeah, ma- math happens, and the collector is upset, and he... uh he reverts to his uh his original form which is uh green goo yeah and he shrinks
0: uh, effectively a sentient seaweed
1: yes he shrinks uh and he is in the bottom of his of his uh electric wheelchair and they just put a cork in the bottom of it so he can't get out again
0: yeah and and again it it obviously once he kind of like uh uh shrivels down and goes uh goes down to hole as uh plucky duck would say um it i'm like was that supposed to be a toilet or yeah uh that, i got kind of confused for a second, i did too and then they just corked it and the episode ended and there you go <clears throat> yeah
1: uh, uh and i mean well there's a chess match that's happening they're continuing <laughs> and the doctor well, yeah
0: yeah the doctor not really wanting to play chess decides to pump the brakes on the tardis and tip the holding thing over which frankly i thought was hilarious
1: yes yeah, yeah, very, very, very funny. Um, all right, we got anything else we want to uh, we want to talk about before I start hitting some buttons here?
0: Oh boy, I don't think so.
1: All right, here we go.
0: I've got all the machinery I need. Stand that. It's time for the yeah.
1: Okay, we have. Okay, what do, what do we got here? We have. Um,
0: well, Robin, we Leela trying to stab multiple people. Stabbed. Yes, multiple yep. people.
1: Um, we, we have a heist, uprising. kind of. Yeah, which, which, uh, I mean, I don't know if Duggan was <laughs> technically part of a heist. Uh, I will say I did think of the uh, robbing a bank, robbing a whole bank, beat that for a date. <laughs> uh, the, the 12th Doctor when we were yep. going to rob a bank. Yeah. Um, I, oh, the um, Oh my goodness. The the leader of the underground people hits the he he knocks almost knocks the doctor out. Mom, yes. uh Mandrill. Yes. Yeah, he hits him with like a baton. Um yeah, lots of Leela destroying a lot of things. We have oh uh the doctor rewiring the in the detention center and he like electroshocks that guy.
0: Oh yes. Um. Yes, there was that. I forgot about that one.
1: I mean, the big, the biggest one of them all is is Hade being thrown <laughs> off a building to his death.
0: Yep. The uh, the heat heard around the world.
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, K nine was shooting a lot of people. True. Um, there was a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm trying to. Was there anything like it, any ex- like giant explosions? I don't think there were.
0: I don't think there were giant ones per se.
1: No. Hmm. I'm going to go with a 7.
0: Man, nailed it. That's right where I was. <laughs> I solid feel like 7. Yeah.
1: I feel like the the <laughs> throwing him off the roof, yep, was just like that's a Duggan move. That's yep. just like, well, you're going off the roof now and that's oh, the yeah. end of it.
0: Oh yeah. And and if Duggan couldn't have picked him up, he would have gotten to the edge and one good punch and he would have gone over.
1: Her. Yeah. Oh yeah, he would have for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Boom. same page, same point. Nailed it.
1: Nailed it. All right. We're hitting, uh, we're, we're going to check behind, behind this couch. here.
0: Gathering clothes. It's time for the behind. The
1: <laughs> All right. What do we, uh, what are we thinking? Honest, here?
0: Honestly, I don't think any part of the story is scary. Yeah. Um, You know, at at best, you might scare your kids into the fact that someday they'll have to pay taxes. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And 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 as adults, we can say that can be pretty scary sometimes. Yes,
1: absolutely. 100%.
0: (laughs) But really, I mean, nothing is so over the top or creepy or gross or anything that a kid is going to be like, oh, I'm going to have nightmares tonight, Dad. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's and fair. that might
0: be a first. I don't think we've had one that's been, huh. you know, that light. Maybe we've had one other, but I can't remember what it is. But
1: yeah, huh. I can't either. Oh well. All right. <laughs> so you want to take you want to take it away for uh, for who is joining oh, you next week sure. and what we are, what you were watching.
0: Yeah, so um, John, of course, will be traveling. John and Lauren, I should say, will be traveling. Yes. Uh, When next we record, so in two weeks' time, get ready for the fifth Doctor story, Time Flight, with special guest and friend of the show, Terry. Uh, They're going to be joining us. Uh, Me, rather.
1: Yes. Also, huge New York Mets fan, Terry. Yes.
0: Also, huge New York (laughs) Mets fan. That is absolutely correct. Um, Also, does also fan of Hellier.
1: Yes should be a fun episode.
0: Yeah, it definitely will be. Uh, I was like, what do you want to watch? And kind of said, well, you know, we've gone through all of six. We've gone through all of seven. But we've got some other stuff. And they're like, uh, you know what? Let me get home and let me grab some of my Fifth Doctor DVDs and run them past you. I'm like, all right, sounds good. And, of course, they were ones we'd already done. So I suggested Time Flight. And they're like, you know what? I haven't seen this one before. That's going to be a brand new one for me. And I'm like perfect
1: that's great and also i think maybe for just future reference if if uh gu- guests are like ah well what can we watch just send them that uh that little uh our spreadsheet yeah just send them that be like here's yep. what we've watched find something yep. we haven't
0: there you go yeah so the time flight starring peter davison is the dr janet fielding as tegan sarah sutton as nissa and matthew waterhouse as Adric it was written by Peter Best last name Ever Grimwade yes and directed by Ron Jones
1: all right that should be fun i got to ch- i you know what i'll see if i can um if i can make some time to watch time flight before uh i leave just so i can follow if, along if
0: only to yeah exactly
1: follow along and just say like when we go we did it we watched everything that we, that mm. will ring true. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, all right. Uh, so you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ThePodcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at J.P. Thrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter
0: at BlueBoxUFO.
1: Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Look for the animated version of Taylor and myself coming out of a TARDIS. Mm and rate and review us as well. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Uh shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G, or patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. If you want to buy our merchandise, head over to that Spreadshirt site. And if you just want to donate to us monetarily, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. But uh, also just keep supporting your local shops. It's fun. They need it. Yeah. Things are still rough. Not as rough. Thing help them get back to normal. There we go. Excellent. That'll work. Alright. So uh join not me, but join Terry and Taylor <laughs> uh as they review time flight in two weeks' time and they will see you then. See ya. Talmars are making me happy. Oh, are they? Yes. Um All right, I'm good to go if you are. I am. All right, here we go.